On this week's Trivia Night, we're hoping to be a big hit overseas with our cinematic trivia game salute to box office bombs. What's cracking, trivia heads, and welcome to another brand new episode of Trivia Night, the best trivia show on the planet and the only show you need to test your knowledge on all the facts that's fit to print. Whether you want to be starting something or just let folks know that we didn't start the fire, any topic you need, we have got you covered. Each week, we cannonball into a cool water creek of the finest trivia this side of the swimming hole. I am your host, Philip Tricky. And I'm coming to you from Trivia Night World Headquarters in Dayton, Ohio, home of WKEF's very own Dr. Creep. We've got brand new episodes for you each and every week featuring guaranteed 100% original trivia. Play along, and someday soon you'll reach cult classic status sticking with Trivia Night. On this week's episode... (laughs) Boom! You know, they say without the sour, the sweet just ain't as sweet. And we here at Trivia Night believe that for every sweet box office blockbuster, there's a mountain of sour box office bombs. Sure, it's fun to see a movie do big numbers and be a hit. But today, we champion those big films that couldn't. Waterworld? Let's sink to the bottom together. The Lone Ranger? You're never alone with us, kid, but you did almost destroy Disney. It's time to relish in those films that flopped so fantastically that the entire industry took a bath with our trivia game tribute to box office bombs on Trivia Night. Trivia Night is brought to you by and created with CrowdPur. Add fun to your events with awesome trivia, leaderboards, and live streaming. Get instant access to our basic plan and create a cool event for up to 20 participants, all for free. So if you want to host your own game, just like this, check out crowdpur.com after the episode. Like Robert J. Oppenheimer before me, I'm dropping my own bomb full of trivia ground rules real quick. I've got 15 questions, and you've got about 20 seconds to answer. Our games feature multiple choice questions, type in text questions without answer options, and drag and drop order questions, where you just have to put answers in the correct order. And... If you'd like to see for yourself the awesome features included with all of our trivia games, features like videos, GIFs, fun facts, and more, just go to trivianight.live slash mm3dd. That's trivianight.live slash mm3dd to play along to this game on any device, right from Crowdpur. You can also find a link to this game in the episode description. So come with me, As we reach new trivia heights, scraping the bottom of the cinematic barrel, let's play! Alright, let's get into it with our tribute to Box Office Bombs on Trivia Night. Here we go with question one. What singer-slash-actress stars in the board game turned box office bomb, Battleship? Is it A. Jennifer Hudson, B. Lucy Hale, C, Vanessa Hudgens, or D, Rihanna? A, Jennifer Hudson, B, Lucy Hale, C, Vanessa Hudgens, or D, Rihanna? Which one of these singer-slash-actresses stars in the board game-turned-bomb battleship? The correct answer is... 
D, it's Rihanna. And although that film did gross $303 million worldwide, the production costs kept it $150 million in the red. And not even the world's largest umbrella, Ella Ella, could save this film from the critical barbs that rained down upon it. I got plenty more where that came from, folks. So stick around and let's keep it going with question two. What future Oscar winners starred in the explosive box office bombs Dudley Do-Right and Monkey Bone? Is it A, Eddie Redmayne, B, Brendan Fraser, C, Rami Malek, or D, Casey Affleck? A, Eddie Redmayne, B, Brendan Fraser, C, Rami Malek, or D, Casey Affleck? Which of these Oscar-winning actors starred in a couple of duds, specifically Dudley Do-Right and Monkey Bone? The correct answer is B. It's Brendan Fraser, our most recent Best Actor winner. And don't worry, all is not lost for Brendan Fraser. He rebounded, won that Oscar recently, and as of 2023, that's this year, he is the only Canadian actor to win an Academy Award for Best Actor. Congratulations, Hoser. You did it. Good job up there in the Great White North. Moving on to question three. Now question three here is going to be a type in text. I'm not giving you any answer options. So you're going to have to scrape way down in that cinematic trash heap to find the answer to this. So here we go with a type in text question three. Eddie Murphy pulls double duty as both the titular hero and the criminal villain in the notorious flop, The Adventures of Blank Nash. Again, the question is, Eddie Murphy pulls double duty as both the titular hero and the criminal villain in the notorious flop, The Adventures of Blank Nash. Looking for the title of that Eddie Murphy flop where he plays the good guy and the bad guy. And the correct answer is Pluto. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Here's a, I don't know if we can call this a fun fact, but I'm going to call it a fun fact. 2002's The Adventures of Pluto Nash had a worldwide box office gross of $7.1 million, which sounds like a lot of money till you factor in that the budget of the film was $100 million. Woo! That is a big old bomb. Speaking of big old bombs, here we go with another question four. Which of these Academy Award winning actors does not appear alongside Margot Robbie in the 2022 flop Amsterdam? Is it A, Adrian Brody, B, Christian Bale, C, Robert De Niro, or D, Rami Malek? A, Adrian Brody, B, Christian Bale, C, Robert De Niro, or D, Rami Malek? Which of these Oscar-winning actors does not appear in Amsterdam? The correct answer is A, it's Adrian Brody. 2022's Amsterdam was stacked to the rafters with Academy Award-winning talent, including Christian Bale, Robert De Niro, and Rami Malek. However, youngest ever Best Actor winner Adrian Brody was not in that movie. Here we go with question five. Which future MCU villain plays Johnny Storm, a.k.a. the Human Torch, in the 2015 dud Fantastic Four? Is it A, Will Poulter, B, Michael B. Jordan, C, Sebastian Stan, or D, Jonathan Majors? A, Will Poulter, B, Michael Jordan, C, Sebastian Stan, or D, Jonathan Majors? The correct answer is B. It was Michael B. Jordan. Just a decade after releasing the Fantastic Four movie in 2005, 
20th Century Fox tried to reboot the franchise with a younger cast, including Michael B. Jordan as the Human Torch, a role which was played by Chris Evans in the original 2005 Fantastic Four. So the lesson here is if at first you don't succeed as the Human Torch, pick yourself up and become an iconic character in a different comic book movie. Let's keep those bombs a-coming with question six. Question six is also a type-in text. I like to mix it up. I'm bombing you with some mix-ups today. So you gotta stay deep down in that cinematic trash heap to find the answer to another type-in text with question six. Legendary Scientologist John Travolta produced and stars in the critically reviled adaptation of L. Ron Hubbard's Battlefield Blank. Again, the question is, Legendary Scientologist John Travolta produced and stars in the critically reviled adaptation of L. Ron Hubbard's Battlefield Blank. You all know this one. It's that Scientology movie that John Travolta did, and the correct answer is... Earth. It's L. Ron Hubbard's Battlefield Earth. 2000's Battlefield Earth, which, like I said, was produced and stars John Travolta, was named Worst Picture of the Decade at the 2010 Golden Raspberry Awards. Keep it going here with question seven. Who plays a Cold War Russian submarine commander in 2002's K-19 The Widowmaker? Is it A, Gerard Butler, B, Harrison Ford, C, Nicolas Cage, or D, Sean Connery? A, Gerard Butler, B, Harrison Ford, C, Nicolas Cage, or D, Sean Connery. Which one of these non-Russian actors played a Russian sub-commander in K-19 The Widowmaker? The correct answer is... B. Indiana Jones himself, Harrison Ford. K-19 The Widowmaker was directed by Catherine Bigelow, and years before she became the first woman to win Best Director at the Academy Awards for 2008's The Hurt Locker, she directed Harrison Ford as a Russian submarine commander in the underwhelming and underperforming undersea adventure K-19 The Widowmaker. Question 8. Which rapper-turned-actor replaced Vin Diesel as the lead in the underperforming 2005 sequel Triple X State of the Union? Is it A. Exhibit B. Ludacris C. Ice Cube or D. LL Cool J A. Exhibit B. Ludacris C. Ice Cube or D. LL Cool J. Which of these rappers turned actors replaced Vin Diesel in Triple X State of the Union? The correct answer is C. It was a good day to be Ice Cube because he replaced Vin Diesel. The original Triple X star Vin Diesel had signed on for the sequel before the first film was even released, but he dropped out over script disagreements. I can't imagine what script disagreements he would have with a movie called Triple X. And then Ice Cube came in and replaced him for the sequel. But Diesel did return in 2017 for the third film in the series, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Question 9. What magical musical instrument resurrects Michael Keaton's deceased singer as a snowman in the 1998 Christmas catastrophe Jack Frost? Is it A, a guitar, B, trumpet, C, harmonica, or D, saxophone? A, guitar, B, trumpet, C, harmonica, or D, saxophone? Which of these magical musical instruments brings Michael Keaton back from the dead as a snowman in Jack Frost? The correct answer is C. 
It's the harmonica. That's my harmonica impression for everybody. And Michael Keaton's conveniently named Jack Frost is conveniently reincarnated as a snowman by a magical harmonica in 1998's Jack Frost. Moving on to question 10. What sport does Reese Witherspoon's Lisa Jorgensen play in 2010's rom-com bomb, How Do You Know? Is it A, soccer, B, basketball, C, billiards, or D, softball? A, soccer, B, basketball, C, billiards, or D, softball? Which professional sport does Reese Witherspoon play in the rom-com bomb, How Do You Know? The correct answer is D, softball. Now, for some strange reason, a two-hour-plus, $120 million, convoluted romantic comedy starring Reese Witherspoon as a sad softball player failed to find an audience, and the film grossed less than $49 million worldwide. Ouch. It was directed by an Academy Award winner, James L. Brooks. What the hell are you doing? Now, before we lose our shirts and our $100 million marketing budget with the final five questions of Trivia Night, if you're enjoying this and want to host your own live trivia show, check out crowdper.com, which makes all of this trivia action happen. You can pick from our library of 100% original trivia games. We've got over 1,300 and counting. Or you can write your own. You can add fun images and videos, share the link to your game with your crowd, and host live in-person or with real-time streaming. There's even a free forever basic plan to get started. So add some fun to your next live, virtual, or hybrid event with Crowdpur. And we are back ready to close out this Trivia Night tribute to box office bombs with the final five questions of Trivia Night. So let's get it going with question 11. Question 11 is a drag and drop order question. I'm gonna read you the question, give you four options here, and you just need to put these in the correct order. So here we go with a drag and drop order, question 11. List these notorious box office bombs in the order in which they premiered. And your four films are Hudson Hawk, Cutthroat Island, Heaven's Gate, and The Lone Ranger. Again, those movies are Hudson Hawk, Cutthroat Island, Heaven's Gate, and The Lone Ranger. Put those up in your box office mind in the order in which they failed to find an audience. And the correct order is Heaven's Gate, Hudson Hawk, Cutthroat Island, and The Lone Ranger. Now here we go. I'm going to tell you how much all of these movies lost. Heaven's Gate lost $41 million in 1980. Hudson Hawk soared to a dismal $48 million loss in 1991. Cutthroat Island sailed to a $105 million shipwreck in 1995. And The Lone Ranger lost Disney an estimated $200 million in 2013, making it one of the biggest box office bombs of all time. But I think you got some company. I'm looking at you, The Flash. Yeah, you can't run away from this one. Let's keep it going with question 12. What Oscar-winning filmmaker co-wrote the 2018 cyberpunk box office disaster Mortal Engines? Was it A, Danny Boyle, B, Peter Jackson, C, Guillermo del Toro, or D, Alfonso Cuaron? A, Danny Boyle, B, Peter Jackson, C, Guillermo del Toro, or D, Alfonso Cuaron? Which of these Oscar-winning filmmakers co-wrote the box office disaster Mortal Engines? 
The correct answer is B, Peter Jackson. Now, despite a pedigree that included a screenplay from the masterminds behind The Lord of the Rings, that's Fran Walsh, Philippa Boyens, and Peter Jackson, 2018's Mortal Engines reportedly lost $175 million for Universal Pictures. Boo hoo. Question 13. What popular 1990s sitcom featured cameos from Robin Williams and Billy Crystal to promote their 1997 bomb, Father's Day? Is it A, Friends, B, Frasier, C, Will and Grace, or D, News Radio? A, Friends, B, Frasier, C, Will and Grace, or D, News Radio? Which one of these super popular shows did Robin Williams and Billy Crystal go on to promote Father's Day? The correct answer is A. It's Friends. Now, Robin Williams and Billy Crystal cameoed as a bickering couple on a 1997 episode of Friends that aired the evening before their film Father's Day hit theaters. And even the Friends bump couldn't save the movie, which limped to $35 million at the box office against an $85 million budget. That's $35 million worldwide. These guys were rejected over the entire world. Sorry for them. RIP Robin Williams, you are missed. Moving on to question 14. What 2006 thriller reportedly grossed just $30 at the American box office, the lowest grossing film of all time? Is it A, Silent Hill, B, The Dead Girl, C, Night Passage, or D, Zizix Road? A, Silent Hill, B, The Dead Girl, C, Night Passage, or D, Zizix Road. Which one of these films made only $30 at the American box office in 2006? The correct answer is D, Zizix Road, which is the name of a real road between Salt Lake City and Las Vegas. I saw the exit sign a few times in my life. Now, because of a bylaw in the Screen Actors Guild requiring low-budget films seeking foreign distribution to first play in the United States, Zizix Road, which stars Katherine Heigl and Tom Sizemore, played in one movie theater for one week and grossed a total of $30. All right. We've laughed at the performances, the ham-fisted dialogue, and these special effects. These special effects look like they were designed on a Commodore 64. It all comes down to this. Are you destined to become a cult classic? Or will your trivia bust become a cautionary tale? Find out as we bow out and blow it up with question 15. Which of these actors does not appear as Superman in Hollywood's freshest flop, 2023's The Flash? Is it A, Christopher Reeve, B, George Reeves, C, Henry Cavill, or D, Nicolas Cage? A, Christopher Reeve, B, George Reeves, C, Henry Cavill, or D, Nicolas Cage? Which one of these actors does not appear as Superman in the new movie, The Flash? The correct answer is C, it's Henry Cavill. Now you would think that since Christopher Reeve and George Reeves have both been dead for years, and Nicolas Cage only ever tested for the role of Superman, that those three guys would not cameo in 2023's The Flash. But it's Henry Cavill, 
who has actually played the Caped Crusader for DC for almost a decade in the last 10 years, he's the one who does not appear in The Flash. And just like that, The Flash ran straight out of our hearts. Well, they say they only judge you based on your last project, so I might never work in this town again. That is our show for the week. Please, please, please do me a favor. Remember to rate and review this show on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. A five-star review really helps with podcast visibility, and I just know this thing's destined to be a hit. You might have lost millions, but you certainly won our hearts. So why not brag about it on social media? You can tag and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at CrowdPur, where you'll find daily updates, new trivia questions, and a whole lot more. And if you have an idea for a topic that you'd like to see featured on a future episode of Trivia Night, shoot me a DM, because I would love to hear from you. And lastly, do check out CrowdPur.com to create and host your own live trivia show just like this. Thank you so much for listening and playing. My name is Philip Tricky, and join us right here next week for another brand new episode of Trivia Night. Trivia Night.